Hello, and what is up, everybody? It's me, Marty the Meat Man. Uh, one half, well, today, one third of your hosts of Cross Court Coverage, your all NBA Celtics focused podcast. I am joined, as always, by my other half today, my other third, uh, my sister from another mister, Grace, whatever. <laughs> Grace, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're what? Uh, what's up? Hey, everybody. How's it going? It's Grace here. You know, the third person in the party's life. <laughs> not the second person. It's not the second. <laughs> the third person. The third. Got one, All right, Kings. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. But let's talk about our actual third person here, Marty, because we have the best guest ever. Yes, we yeah. do. <laughs> Ryan, Miss Ryan Bakes on Twitter. Uh, welcome. Uh, this has been in the works for a while, so we are happy to have you. I am um, so happy to be here. Yay. Finally. Yeah. I'm very nervous, but I'm here. And I'm excited. There's no need to be nervous. We, this is we literally. Do, there's so many. Yeah. <laughs> we do stupid stuff <laughs> so frequently. Anyways, I I'm call people thirds. <laughs> yeah, Marty uh, is I always know. Basic counting. It's always something. Um, but Ryan, for those who may not be acquainted with your Twitter or who you are or what you do, uh, please, you know, Give yourself a, your yeah. spot. The spotlight's on you. Tell us a little bit about ever, yourself. I, I don't know if I've ever promoted myself out loud, but um, <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Ryan. Um, I bake. I do a lot of baking. Um, and everything that I bake is vegan and allergy friendly. Um, and I recently threw actually Celtics Twitter in the first place started the idea slowly but surely of wanting to donate all of the Celtics baked goods I would make. And um, as that kind of progressed, it sort of turned into me opening a bakery. And now there is a bakery that's open. I think I've maybe said that out loud five or six times to anybody else. So, um, <laughs> but it's very exciting. Um, Everything is available at ryanbakes.com. We do shipping via USPS priority um, all over the United States. And we also do pick up in Woonsocket, Rhode Island. Um, and yeah, I think that's really it. Oh no, of course it's not. Um, for every <laughs> order, we donate a loaf of bread. I donate a loaf of bread. I say we because it makes me sound like there's like more people here. It's we the company. <laughs> yeah. no um, but we donate. We donate a loaf of bread um, for every order that's placed to a Rhode Island food bank, and then we donate all of the excess food. So things that don't pass like quality control, looks wise, if they don't all match or something like that. Um, we donate all the excess food to Rescuing Leftover Cuisine, which is a nonprofit food organization that pretty much picks up restaurant service leftovers that normally would get thrown out and re well gives them to who needs food. And that's pretty much it. That's Ryan Bates. Yeah. And we're here. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, 
I have to speak for myself, but uh, we got cookies from when you first opened, and they were fire. <laughs> they were we got amazing. the first round. Yeah, it was like a, it was a whole process to. I don't know. There's so many different steps that have come into it, but I was so glad that I got to send at least three or four people that I knew, including you and Amanda. Um, yep. So that people that I trust and know will tell me if it's good or if it's actually genuinely awful. Yeah. <laughs> um, because that would really be like the worst thing. I have my mom who tells me it's good, but she kind there of has to. So, yeah. you know. That's a That's mom rough. requirement. This is great, sweetie. <laughs> yes. You exactly, can answer anything exactly. yet. So, She'll be like, this is good. Good. Very good. Um, <laughs> Gotta love so, but no. It's awesome to uh, see like this whole journey that you've been on uh, just from the start. Like it started with, I think, the playoff halftime desserts and everything, which yeah. everyone got hyped about. And just seeing them alone, like just imagining what it could taste like. We were all like, all right, uh, I like, know everybody. You got to You got to do something with this. <laughs> exactly. Well. And I remember people would ask, and I was like, I kind of just eat it all on my own. <laughs> I have no idea, but I feel like that's the wrong answer to that question. Like, <laughs> so, but yeah, it came so far, and I can personally thank the Celtics and Celtics Twitter. But Hell yeah. the oh, Celtics geez, really have managed to bring everyone together all the time. So, so true. Mo most all the time. <laughs> Except sometimes when Marty and I fight about stuff. <laughs> yes, exactly. True. <laughs> it is crazy, honestly. I was thinking about this the other day. Like, you know, I, I really only started like going on Twitter. Like, I know my account says I made it in like 2018 or something. 2020. I don't know when it says it made it, but I made it because it was a fake account that I made when I was back at Michigan because we uh like <laughs> this is so stupid i don't know why i'm telling the story but like my mock trial team we had like this this uh like giving day where like you would all these student orgs would like try and get as many donations as they could and there were like different mm -hmm. challenges like you know the person who gets the most retweets gets an extra 500 dollars from yes. the school or whatever <laughs> so one of them was like a retweeting challenge so then i made my twitter and i never touched it after that i just made it for that fake purpose i made like a it was a fake profile picture or whatever and then it wasn't until like spring of this year that I was like one of my friends like was trying to get me on Twitter more and whatever and now I'm like fucking now all my friends are on Twitter I'm on yep. Twitter all the time like uh, selfish Twitter is my whole life like actually yeah for real like I can't believe it's I wake crazy. up in the morning and I'm like <laughs> how are you yeah yes, I know it's, it's honestly crazy I I think that it's so cool for all the you know beef and shit that you know we throw at the fucking internet and the social medias it NBA has is like it has brutal. right that exactly it's is the point and that's why i think like i honestly though i think that i don't know what you guys think i think celtics twitter maybe it's just because i'm on it is one of the more tame for real, in comparison, <laughs> no, exactly. That, no, that, that depends no. on the interactions we have. Because I'm like, yeah, me too. Like everybody's always so nice, and even yeah. if we disagree, we can kind of like find a happy medium. Yeah. Marty's like, no, that's no, never happened. 
when we're in our echo chamber, I think there's like parts of each Twitter community. I think that there's, mm -hmm. you know, the people who have wild takes. I think there's the sky is falling people. I think there's the casuals, the bandwagons. And then there's like the diehards who are like, when all push comes to shove, as long as we win most of the, like the people who believe in what we believe in. Um, yeah, it's, but, a, it's an interesting character study to say the least. Yes. And I have to do a quick shout out, but uh, Corey B on Twitter <laughs> does God's work because he finds all of the people, all the naysayers, all the doubters, all the nonsense that people post on Twitter and just quote tweets it and just puts them on blast. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, shout I'm out. always like, I love it. I love you. He's Thank you for doing, doing what God's you're doing. work for real. <laughs> My my Twitter husband is out here like it's 3 a.m. And he's like, just so you know, if you're a Heat fan, I will find you in the quote tweets. Yep. <laughs> go to bed, Corey, please. But also don't, so I can read all of this at 6 a.m. Yeah. Exactly. He's out here. He's the police force for uh, the good side of Celtics Twitter. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I mean... We could talk about Celtics Twitter all day. We could talk about the NBA all day. So let's dive in to this is a, Celtics, a little bit. This is, this is an NBA podcast, believe it or not. That is what Celtics we NBA. We do it all. <laughs> We're working through it. All right. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was a lot this week. There was a lot to talk about. I think that we should start with a lighter subject, just so Grace doesn't pop off right off the bat. I'm all uh, like, <laughs> I'm ready to go. Let's go. I know. Nobody what are you going to talk about Draymond? You want to talk about him? <laughs> I mean, we can jump right into Draymond. I wanted to start with I mean, Giannis. We, we can go right. Talk. Oh, the Giannis thing? I we think you were on the right track. Don't listen to me. Because <laughs> I will. I'm like, you want to argue? Let's fight now. I can get heated about Giannis too. Is that what you were going to say? I was going to say, start with go Giannis, ahead. then go into Draymond. Yeah. Um, so Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, everyone's favorite foreigner in the league. You know, everyone loves the whole shtick. I called it before the season and I've said it for a long time. Fake nice guy plays a game against the Pacers. A Pacers player gets his first points as a rookie, and they keep the game ball. Giannis happens to put up 64 points, which is his career high. And he goes a, a little a ballistic because points. the Pacers take his ball. So Giannis chases the ball down, goes down the tunnel, goes into the locker room, starts chirping at the players, oh, going ballistic. They get him out of there. He's got a ball. And then in the presser goes, this doesn't feel like the game ball. I play, in the, I play in the NBA so and I know what the game ball feels funniest. like. That's funny as fuck. Like that was honestly, the whole thing was kind of like annoying. But he was serious. But that's what's funny about it. Like that's hilarious. I don't know if he knows that or not. I don't know if he knows yeah. that why it's so funny. If it just doesn't. He's dead I serious. Fucking like, no, I've definitely checked the ball and it's not it <laughs> yeah i fucking i fucking love the idea that he's like there's something about the aura of this basketball is off like four <laughs> point ball like what are you guys talking about like shut the fuck up there's i no think i said way. it but i was like is the is the game ball in the room with us right now yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> talking about like 
<laughs> you sound exactly well when he I think it was last season right that they were playing um Philly and he knocked over that ladder after oh yep. after the yep. game and I remember that clip of him just like errantly pushing yep. and I knew in that moment away. we would be here yeah him running <laughs> down ridden. the tunnel for a game ball I knew it it was it's so I mean what do you guys think like I don't know I'm like I've seen so much of the discourse on Twitter about it like split half and half because here's the thing first of all the guy who got his first points in the NBA apparently he had already scored in the in-season tournament but that doesn't count how? now how does do how I, does that not do, count <laughs> do I think a I little bit that. I don't think I yeah, knew that that's a true fact now, do I think the Pacers were a little bit leaning into the bit of like, fuck like yeah, being, like, <laughs> being like, look at, him, look at him, look what he did, fuck you, Giannis. Um, I do yeah. think so, but I don't know. What do you got? Like, I, I agree, it was stupid and an overreaction, but I do think that the Pacers did it on purpose. I do think that they took it on purpose. I think I mean, knowing after like hearing all of the, especially because I didn't anticipate that it would be uh, anyone's hot take that he wasn't like freaking out. I mean, it was, it was a little like either way, it was a little bit much. And so I thought it was just like, either we all think it's funny and it's just like Giannis doing whatever Giannis does sometimes, <laughs> just whatever that is, or he's dead serious and a total jerk. And like, and I can't really tell because it was super funny. It was just really, so I can't get over <laughs> the fact that it made me laugh and it's still making me laugh. So although it's like he is the league fake nice guy, but it's yeah. still funny. I, just, I think he's a real nice guy. I've no. seen him to the loot. I know Marty is always on my ass about this. He does I... this. He has moments <laughs> where he breaks character. He puts on a show for everybody. He does this. And then when he doesn't get his ball, he acts like a 12-year-old in his real side shows. Like he flipped the fuck out. He went ballistic. And that's did. that's his that's his alien brain. That's like his, you know, like his instinct, his natural, like I don't have to put on a show for the camera. He's like, no, I want that fucking ball. <laughs> he did run outrageously aggressively. It was like you know, like when he I first I mean, like, <laughs> he like ran through a coach's arms. <laughs> and he was gonna get to the bottom of it, right? Now. Yeah. Like, when I when I first saw that clip, I had no I hadn't been watching the game. I had no context of what had happened that led to that point. I didn't know he had, had a bajillion points. I just saw the clip, and it was with a tweet. I don't remember who it was that tweeted it and said, like, Giannis is trying to fight the entire Pacers locker room. I'm like, what the fuck? What happened in this Pacers game? Like, yeah. the way that it looked was like they had done something terrible, and he was ready mm -hmm. to go fight them. Yeah, but mm -hmm. really, it was over a game ball. I – oh, also, did y'all see – like find out about it he found yes. out about it in the moment and got like where was he where was he? Yeah. <laughs> did uh did y'all see uh yesterday i think it was yesterday after the game might have been before the reporters asking uh 
Drew Holiday about if he saw the video of Giannis. And Drew Holiday goes, what happened? I have kids. Like, <laughs> I, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I I don't know anything about that. I don't have any idea what you're talking about. No, I have kids. Like I have a life. So yeah. <laughs> I and I was I, sitting I, there I, like mood, except I don't, and I've been talking about. Yeah. It. So <laughs> I honestly I'm not think sure. I think that's a little bit of spite. I think that's a little bit of a lie because you could not have not seen the clip. But I think Drew is like. Fuck the Bucks. You guys are making a fool of yourselves. I'm not touching it. Like, <laughs> and, and I and real. I don't need all, to do anything here. But I also exactly. like I feel like I don't know. I mean, like, y'all saw the video of like when when we played the Bucks, like Drew what you know, obviously going to say hi to everybody in the Bucks locker room and like mm-hmm. Giannis couldn't even look him in the eye. Like there's clearly mm-hmm. like because well, he knows that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Just have to already kind of the power oh. dynamic is off already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know that there's that like Giannis had every opportunity to first of all keep Drew on the team, but definitely was yes. like, I want Dame. Yeah. I don't care what we lose to get it. And yeah, that's exactly. what happened. But um I don't I'm still not buying entirely that it's a fake nice guy bit. I think he had 64 points, first of all, which none of us have ever done. I mean, and, and, it, and that is super. People say, like, oh, yeah, like, free throws, like, whatever. that. And I'm, I mean, we managed to make that many free throws in a basketball game, which is nutty. I mean, it's crazy. It's a crazy amount of points. Um, that game must have taken although, forever with that many free throws for John, oh, for Giannis. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I was going to say, three-second violation, like, <laughs> Hey, we're waiting for you to do something. Anything. <laughs> um, I'm not sure, though. I'm not sure. Like, I think he, he – I get so torn because I can't tell if he knows – if he's in on the joke. I can't tell if he's in on the joke. So I don't uh, – Because if he's not, he's a complete asshole. Yep. And then if he is, he's brilliant and very funny. <laughs> So it's either way. So I think, and this is, I guess, going to be a hot take or a hot stance, but if the talent were to fall off, and this is going to be a perfect way to segue, but if the talent were to fall off for Giannis, he would end up being a Draymond. If he had to compensate game with his attitude, he would end up being a Draymond Green. Because I think Giannis gets so much shit under his skin but he's able to let ball talk for him. Meanwhile, Draymond can't let the ball talk for him anymore because oh, not dude, anymore, can't put baby. Up, dude can't put up like any points. You um, have a good point, actually. You have a really good point because that's exactly what it is. The correlation is there. You can right, see yep. it. Like the, the overall just, I mean, he's just getting older, but mm-hmm. he's totally way more aggressive now. And I mean, he was yeah. always aggressive. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is true but who's draymond because i because i Tell spoke his it. name yeah draymond green uh earlier this season five game suspension for uh putting rudy gobert in a chokehold two minutes into the timberwolves game uh five game suspension for that 
uh, <laughs> came came back a while ago. Uh, has been playing with the Warriors for a little bit. They have a matchup against the Suns, um, and I didn't get the timestamp on this one. I, I don't know if it was in the first or later in the it game. Was, I think but... it was like five minutes left in the third or something. The NBA okay. said it. I don't remember. He, what it so was. he he did a he did well for himself to last at least a few quarters this game. Um, <laughs> But there's a little, you know, screen role play where uh, Nurkic and Draymond kind of just like, you know, get squared up on shoulders and arms get a little tangled. Uh, and Draymond tries to break loose and in his words, did not intend to hit. Uh, and then in reality terms, turned around and punched Nurkic <laughs> in the face. Rocked him. Uh, rocked him. <laughs> just straight just up turned and boom. Just flailing limbs. <laughs> like... <laughs> Close fist, Jeez. turns, hits him in the face. I don't know how you can claim that that wasn't intentional, but he did. Uh, Draymond is now suspended indefinitely. Um, people are trying to guess how long indefinitely means. Uh, they say they're treating it kind of like a jaw situation where they have to prove that uh, he is working on it and quote-unquote getting better and... <laughs> Uh, proves to the league that he can play again. So that could be growing forever. And <laughs> and growing and learning and changing. Why doesn't he just fucking retire, honestly? Homie's like retire. 35. He's not learning anything. Yeah, fucking retire, man. Pack it up. And the Warriors also stock. like his whole brand. What, what, what yeah. else would he do? Like he would yeah. just be a different player if he wasn't. It, it's like it would only escalate. He's not I, good I enough. Know. He's not good enough to play any other way. What do you mean? Correct. He's going to come back and he's going to get four points in the paint in one fucking quarter and then not score again the rest of the time and not smack somebody in the face and nobody's going to want to watch that shit. Nope. No. Have either of I you mean... ever actually watched his podcast? I've no. never God, no. no. Because <laughs> I was going to say, I want to be able to speak on how he seems, in, but I really have never seen more than 30 seconds of it. That's he's fair. A, like the clip he's a clip. narcissist. He, yes. loves, he loves to just kind of skirt the blame. He loves to yeah. just like kind of talk about the game from only his own eyes. Like I have always said I've been in on the bit with Draymond. But at you, the, yeah, let's I, sit here. You've been I, saying you like him. I've been day I, fucking one, baby. Everybody I, on this podcast knows how much I hate Draymond Green. Famously I hate Draymond Green. I, I don't hate him for this. Um, I think that it's dumb. I think that the NBA will always need a bad boy. Um, and until Giannis decides that that's going to be him, it's got to be Dre. <laughs> we had Rodman. We have Draymond. Like we, you get Daniel, guys. I'm, we had I'm Rasheed ba- Wallace. Like you I'm always have guys getting texts. I'm backing this up with those guys. We're actually good at basketball, and I don't think Draymond is that good at basketball <laughs> and, anymore. I mean, no, that, he's in the twilight of his career. <laughs> that's a very fair point. He's. I just don't know why. I, I can't tell also if he's in on the bed a little bit. I can't tell if he knows because it all looks silly. When anybody else, when anybody's yep. watching the game, you look silly. So you look like you're, oh, no, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm turning in the air. Like, so yeah. it's like. <laughs> I don't, I mean, like, also, I, I mean, I love how in the. I don't know if it was like right after the Rudy Gobert thing happened or if it was more recently when he was just talking about it. Like 
him saying like when I watched it back I I had no idea I had him in a headlock for that long. Like he's acting like he turns into the fucking Hulk when he's out there and he loses all <laughs> he's memory. Sort of I'm out. Like, yeah, I go fuck Just it, sees B. red. <laughs> for real, right now, Draymond. We, you knew that you were holding on to him for no reason. So that's like, that is like the question is like, is this a reflect? Like, is he actually? doing it because he thinks that he can get away with it or is he doing it because his frustration gets the better of him and that's just like how he is you know like like that's also to me you wouldn't want to tell anybody that yeah don't, yeah. don't, don't <laughs> tell people you're i'm like have we all watched bates motel like don't tell people you're blacking out and like don't know what happened and didn't even know you choked him for that long yeah like, yeah that's how you kill people draymond like yeah. what do you mean <laughs> Yeah, not- like you lost track of the moments he wasn't breathing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <don't understand>. Oops. <laughs> like for real? I just so it but then I don't think he, if that were true, I don't think he would say that. Like, yeah. I, I don't think he would admit to I think he just wants it to be a sh- a show. Almost. It feels yeah. like that at this point at least. Like if you can't do really well, at least they're still talking about you on the court, even if it is because you're being ridiculous. And I 100% agree with that. I think that at this point, Draymond has four rings. He, uh, you know, doesn't have the talent anymore, but he's still part of this Warriors dynasty and has always been the bad guy, the rough guy, the get technicals, the get penalties, the kick the guys in the dicks, the stomp people on the chest guy. Like, this has been him forever. And I think after choking out Rudy Gobert and only getting five games, he's like, they love me. As much as I do dumb shit and yeah. I cause problems, they love me because I should have gotten Jordan more games. Wool. Yep. Punch Jordan Poole in the goddamn face. in the face. And that, like, that definitely said something to everybody that you can do that and then you're not even going to be the one who leaves. Yeah. yeah, they they Jordan Poole left. They're like, okay, so, well, we still love Draymond. Bye, Jordan. <laughs> you love him so much that you can do whatever you want. And so it's like, yeah, you're doing him a disservice. Of course he's going to keep doing that shit because you don't – he knows he can. No one's doing well, anything about it. That's like – I mean, did you all see like the – like Steve Kerr at first, before it even happened, they just asked him about the – and I'm getting sick and tired of seeing Steve Kerr's face on my fucking thing. Um, <laughs> I got to be honest, me too, and I used to like – I was Steve about to say, Kerr. I loved Steve Kerr. I always did. Um, it got old. <laughs> it got old. The bit got old, you know, and and I just think that he was saying in the in the like presser, he was like, I didn't even see it. You know, I didn't watch it back. It's got to get exhausting, not just for Steve Kerr, but for everybody on the Warriors to keep defending this guy. Like, it has to be getting old. You know what I mean? Like, trying to pretend that it's fine. Yeah, when it doesn't it doesn't weigh, you're not – and it's hard to say worth – you're just the, the hassle that people have to put in and the time spent defending you or not defending you or people having to comment or not comment and, like – yeah all that time for not like no actual points no actual yeah. value at this point added and you're not even you can't stay on the court because you're going to hurt somebody so it's like that doesn't even really work 
And I mean, you had he really did have the Dennis Rodman thing going for him for a while, where it was he was a pain in the ass. You're a pain in the yeah. ass. Like it, you're annoying to play with, and it's and it works. But now yeah. you kind of just like you can't be on the floor without actually hurting somebody. It's not doing what it used to do. Yeah, no, I think that it's gotten to the point, and I think this happens ha- has happened for all the Warriors. They have all kind of selected a role, and I think this plays into us all not liking Steve Kerr anymore. They've all committed to a certain bit, and they've all committed to a certain role, and it's just been so many years of the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Um, We hate Clay now. Like, I had never had a problem with Clay until he just started fully leaning into Clay and being Karen and – (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you're so right. You were so right about that. That that's exactly and it just it, it went on. All good things kind of fade away. They're not gonna be as good for the right. yeah. sixth or seventh year in a row. Um but yeah, you're so right about Clay. That's super true. He didn't he's totally leaned into the whole Clay Karen Thompson. I also I mean what am I the warrior, is it? <laughs> I I'm biased. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I just I've remember. Always, I've always hated them. I'm the pain. <laughs> Ever since they just showed up one year, like be fucking for real. Nobody gave a fuck about the Warriors until like 2014, and suddenly yep. Steph Curry couldn't miss, yeah. and then everybody was like, "Did you could have told me that they were that that team like." was created in 2014 and i'd fucking believe you like yeah <laughs> they just... like, i don't know what they did before that <laughs> i mean that's my thing like i just think that it's not working anymore i don't know do you guys think that first of all i want to know what you guys think draymond green actually has to do to be able to come back if it's even anything and then the follow-up question is is he actually going to come back ever uh, I think that Draymond has to do bare minimum True. and he Probably. will be back in eight games. That's my take. Eight I think, games. I think that this is nothing no. like when he choked out the, choking out Rudy Gobert was worse and he got five games. Um, and they based that off of, and the league made it a point to say, we are basing this off of past instances and it yeah. was only five games. So if we're going to add another past instance and gauge it again, like, he got eight games, or he got five games. He's been suspended for twos, for threes. I was, like, I'm looking it up right now, but how long was he su- uh, suspended for um, punching Jordan in the face? Uh, I don't even know if he got a suspension. He was, that was, he was that? Was that, that yeah. was preseason. That was preseason, oh, and they worked on it internally, and yes. he had a whole fucking TNT promo uh, that was like zoomed in on his goddamn face of him confessing yeah, about and how. The only reason blah, we blah, knew blah. about it was because yep. It got leaked. The only reason we knew about it is because it got leaked. That was never going to come out he, to to us. He never really took any sort of like. He still played that off as like. Yeah. He that Jordan. Poole we got in an argument, out. and I hit. His yeah. direct quote is, "I don't just hit people." <laughs> Sure. Which is ironic because he does just hit he people. He does just hit people. Like all the time, actually. Like, <laughs> it's very frequent. It's kind of a theme. But yeah, I yeah, think I think they have a bare minimum on what he needs to do. I think they just have to take a public stance and be like, yeah, you punch someone in a game, we have to suspend you. And we're going to call it indefinite because that sounds like we're getting in front of something for once, finally. 
Um, meanwhile, you have a whole bunch of other crap going on, Josh Giddy, um, and a whole bunch of other situations where you could suspend people indefinitely, but they haven't. Um, so they're using Draymond as a little bit of a sacrificial lamb in that sense, mm -hmm. but they also want him back. They they know that it gets viewers, it puts ass in Fair. seeds. Like no matter what, Draymond is good for the game as much as we all hate him, as annoying as I he is. Him. He We're makes people watch. How many yeah. clicks did that video get? How many interactions did that fight get? Like people are talking about it. We're talking about it. I'm sure every sports casting, everything has talked about Draymond. Even if you don't cover the NBA, yeah, you've touched you've touched on it yeah. at I least mean, for yeah, like it's entertainment. And I mean that is what yeah. it is. It's on television and it's entertainment just as much as it is a sport. I mean, I guess we could argue that, but at least in terms of like monetary ad space it's definitely that yep. and it works we're talking about him right now yep. yes we are <laughs> but it's it, yeah i i don't know i can't tell because i had the initial reaction that i think i was supposed to have which was oh great awesome great. <laughs> just not hear about him for a little bit maybe he can just be suspended indefinitely but I don't think he is suspended indefinitely. I feel like we pretty much know that whenever it blows over and someone else does something, I'll give it like a week and a half to focus on. They'll just, mm -hmm. then, yeah, I would say eight to 10 games makes sense, unfortunately. But I can't see them giving him more because it wasn't a big enough altercation to directly punish him for what they should have done when they when he choked somebody out on the court yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still just tripped you can't just and he just kept doing it i mean like really really truly if nobody else was there he you, took... i mean I'm, i don't think you would have killed him that's not what but <laughs> you do have to we like that is how that starts <laughs> so it's like i mean he dragged him a third of the court at yes. least he went from like one side of the logo to the other in a full headlock. <laughs> <laughs> I have the one screenshot of like yeah. oh. <laughs> but yeah, but, no, I think you're right. I think you're dead right. I think eight to ten games and it'll they already have so many other people right now that they couldn't Draymond, ironically enough, is the least of my actual problems i feel like the yep. like morally and ethically he's kind of just angry and he's that just... that i can deal with more <laughs> than like going home and beating up his wife or something like that like you know it's just yep. crazy but, but grace yeah. i mean i feel like you're on the opposite end how long how long you think he's gone how long you think he's out maybe it's yeah maybe it's wishful thinking that i'm like ah, he's never come back um but... <laughs> I think it's over. <laughs> as much as I agree, like, I do think that it's a lot of the indefinite, like, the reason for that, a lot of it is for show and is for, like, again, like, I, I think that you're totally right, Marty, that it's very much a, um, all this terrible shit that these people are doing in the NBA and we're letting them play. And here's this guy that we know people don't like. We know that people get angry at him because he's always fucking hitting people, choking people on the fucking court. And so they were like, here, look, we're going to do something. Look what we we're gave gonna, you. <laughs> look at how good we did on this one, you know? And so, and it's 
and I was saying this the other day on the on uh, on the hockey podcast. I was like, the places where these league, you know, commissioners choose to make their stand is uh, incoherent and bizarre often, um, yeah. because it's like I'm fine with everything until you punch somebody in the game. But the the you know the sexual assault, the touching minors, the fucking hitting women that's all cool with me but don't fucking hit Yusuf Norkic in the face so I think I think that the like a lot of it is that but I think that if you say the indefinite thing you're basically like you commit to it being a pretty good amount of time so maybe you know maybe it's eight games maybe it's whatever it but I also yeah but I, I also think that they're going to have to do a pretty big show when they do let him back of like, here are all the things he did to get better. Cause let's be real. Exactly. How, do you, how do you stop somebody who's done this for so long from it continuing to do of, it? It makes me think of Kyrie and what they, and That's I am like, yeah, up. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't have a lot. I don't have a lot to say because I'm not a lot of that went very far over my head in in context but I do yeah. remember how big of a deal it was for him to come back and be allowed to play basketball again. Yeah. And yeah. even though initially I had understood why it may have made not only the league feel a certain type of way, but Adam Silver specifically and wanted it addressed. I mean, yeah, but that and a million other things. This one seems he has to apologize. He has to agree to do a certain amount of, I mean, documented therapy. Documented, I mean, quote unquote. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, but at least they had, for some reason, in that instance, the respect enough of like to the fans to lie, you know, yeah. and be like, okay, we're going to do this whole big thing. So, you know, at least they had the respect to do that. But in these situations, and with like Miles Bridges and uh, just the people that are you know, actively playing just yep. playing like get, there will be games where they're tonight <laughs> it's just a it's really crazy to think then that we do spend so much time talking about, about and yeah. use the indefinitely word and it's all very a lot for just a guy that doesn't seem to get in any trouble off the court <laughs> right I mean, except I for at like their own that. practice facility. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But it does kind of speak to how it definitely is for entertainment. And yeah. not so much he's just personally. I just looked up Kyrie's uh, suspension, and that was like the last one that I can think of that was labeled as indefinite. Um, and he served an eight-game suspension. So <laughs> it's kind of on the nose. Like, I don't – I think that – uh, Ryan said it right. Like they have to sus suspend people when they do something directly detrimental to the game or directly um, like everyone saw it or everyone viewed it, or there's like no like question or speculation around quote unquote, the truth or a court case or yeah. blah, blah, 
Uh, but like if it's a post on social media or if it's punching a guy in a game or choking out a guy in the game, like everyone firsthand sees that. Um, And because of that, because the eyes are directly on it, I think they have to go, well, you got to go. You know, there's no doubting that this happened. There's no quote unquote, like any kind of minutia to it. It's just, if this is what it is. Um, And then I think they, they treat it arbitrarily. I think that they will wait. I think you were right, Ryan, in the fact that they will wait until there's another story and then they'll sneaky slip Draymond back in. They'll be like, his suspension's up. By the way, keep looking at this other thing over here. One hand yeah. here, one hand here, just like distract them. Yeah. And even even for the people that did care, in a few weeks, I will care less. You know, like and yeah. it, even if like I, I would say something, but not, I wouldn't yell from the rooftops about it when it comes out in a few weeks because it already happened and i mean i'm just like anybody else <laughs> move on and he's i mean i guess like ends up being very lucky that way because we all <laughs> yep. move on oh draymond mm-hmm. thank you for being you <laughs> um let's see the next topic that we have to talk about. All right. So the Pistons are getting dragged and rightfully so they're not good at basketball. They're losing a lot of games, (laughs) Um, but for some reason, when we talk about the Pistons and their slip and their, their season so far, no one talks about the Spurs because of Wembenyama and no one talks about Mm -hmm. Washington and their lack or their inability to make Kuzma, Kuzma and uh, Jordan Poole work. And it's like, okay, there's three teams down there in the sewers. They're not going to win anything this year. We know that. Um, But I think it's just interesting, the dynamic in the NBA where like, it's like three different types of teams. There's the Spurs who have their hot young rookie who's leading the rookie ladder. And like, they're all excited that eventually this will pan out. So losing right now doesn't matter. Um, Then you have the team that, you know, shipped everything out and brought some pieces in and want to build around that, but it's not working at all. And then you have a team that's solely built off the draft and it's not working at all. Um, I mean, I know Jalen Duran's hurt for the Pistons, so that definitely doesn't help them. And they just got Bogdan or Bojan, one of the Bogdanoviches. You and your you would never <laughs> be able to tell them apart. Classic bit. They have the same name. You have the same name. <laughs> In fairness. One, one is a J and one is a GD. Like, I know I do the same thing. That's why I'm like, I'm going to let you go ahead. You yeah, see, I'm not like, touch you it. Yeah. it. <laughs> but I mean, like, I guess my question or my uh, reason for bringing up the topic is, what situation would you, if you weren't a Celtics fan, which situation of those three would you rather be in where you keep drafting players and they don't pan out or they're not meshing or they're not, you know, you have a lot of young talent. You could ship it out and see what happens. Or you have built a team off of centering some veteran talent and young guys around it. Or you just have one sexy piece in the alien that is Victor Wembenyama and your team sucks around him, but you got Victor Wembanyama. Like I don't. I'll open up the floor to you guys. I I don't know necessarily what I would pick. I I'm trying to because it it's always easier. At least it's less stress now to be able to write off this season. 
and just say, all right, like, it's fine. This this ain't it. We have, we have Lavanyama for the next however long. I mean, and he will not only improve, but he'll learn how to work with other people and play with other people. And you can plan for that. And planning is like, it can always be optimistic and you can always feel good about that. And you don't have to worry about how bad you're getting absolutely cooked. Um, But I don't really... (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They found my mixtape. My ride is Um, here. Like the, the dumbest joke from high school that every time I hear a siren, I have to do it. They tell me. Still hits. That's awesome. I'm hitting it all the fucking time. That's phenomenal. I'm, but the Jordan Poole thing, just because you mentioned him, I don't know if they really got what they thought they were going to get. And watching him kind of just not be able to figure out his funk has been, even though I don't really like him, I think it's kind of a bummer to watch someone yeah. just choke. You know what I mean? And and not mm-hmm. in a mean way, just like, damn, guy, like, I wish you could get it back. Because you like, they like gave you, they gave you the keys. Yes, and you, exactly. You're not doing anything with it. Exactly. And it's like watching it is a lot. I mean, it's not the same, let me be clear. But like watching um, Ben Simmons try to figure out how to be on the when, court again. When but, I was gonna say, when have you ever watched Ben Simmons play basketball? <laughs> I was gonna say actually it's a myth, and I'm not <laughs> that it's ever happened. Um, but yeah, I still don't know because I do love of the feeling of being optimistic and being able to plan for the future and try to plan future trades to fit him because he but it's just, he hasn't, you don't know. You don't know for sure if he's going to end up, um, well, I mean, end up being everything that he's he is right now. So it is mm-hmm. kind of like throwing away a season for the plan of a better one that may or may not come. So it's super hard. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like you look at the abysmal fucking Pistons right now who mm-hmm. struck gold with Cade Cunningham. And yet we have no idea what Cade Cunningham's ceiling is because he's been on a team that sucks and the Pistons right. suck and they're so bad. Um, and that's, I don't ever want to like discount. And I fear that these young talented players yeah. are, you know, their talents and their, their potential is being wasted on these go nowhere teams that, we won't get to see like sort of the, you know, how, yeah, Yeah. how great they can be. Yeah. Their full Um, potential. Exactly. Right. And so I think that like with women, you know, I was was talking to somebody about this the other day and he was trying to tell me, he's like, he's not actually that good. First of all, yes, he is. Second of all. (laughs) um, I mean, it just, yeah, you can't. But I think the, the the (laughs) thing is like, you're running a risk if you don't, if you do what the Pistons did or what the Pistons, I don't know what the Pistons tried to do, but they did not succeed. Um, like they brought in Monty. They thought they could bring in a coach that was on a super winning team, but it, 
not work. Uh, no. <laughs> I love Monty almost Williams. Like, almost like the coaches don't play basketball. True. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I feel like that's my only thing is that I think – but I think that both the Pistons and the Spurs still have the opportunity to turn it around, like, in terms of – not this season, obviously, but in, like, the future if they find the thing that fits – but they have to do it fast or else I'm going to start getting pissed and I'm going to start saying, right. get this guy off the team so that I can mm-hmm. see him play for a good team. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, I just feel bad for kid Cunningham. Maybe that's my thing. So I don't want to end up feeling terrible for Victor Wembanyama too. Um, I just, I don't know. I mean, I also like, we have such a hard time. I think as Celtics fans, conceptualizing being bad conceptualizing (laughs) being like truly bad and having a young talent because i mean okay fine yeah you want to talk about six or seven years ago 2014 sucked (laughs) yeah we were you know that we weren't good but like that's so quick and not the worst thing ever for us you know like we weren't we weren't pistons or spurs level bad in no even then so i think that we have a hard time like just understanding what position mm-hmm. these teams are in because we've been blessed, you know, and I, I always am angry about being a Boston sports fan on Twitter because it's, I am always angry at my teams, <laughs> but man, oh man, would I hate to be a fan of these other teams. <laughs> yeah. oh, I just uh, like, it's painful to, I, I can't even, but then I hate saying that because I know how it sounds. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but we're just, <laughs> we're just blessed. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how else to put it. I mean, they, our team, even when we're not playing well, everyone knows we could be playing well. And that's why everyone's mad. So right. it's like, it isn't that that full potential of our team isn't always there. Whereas they, they're relying on one singular person at this point to have a breakthrough or be able to make something out of not much. And yeah, I just, I can't, I have a hard time imagining it. And then that sounds so awful. Cause I'm like, Oh, I have a hard time <laughs> imagining being bad. I'm we're just so good. Me. I'm on the team. Yes. But- <laughs> we, the team. <laughs> we, we at the end of the bench. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> um, I mean, Thinking about it, uh, Grace brought up a good point, and I think that one situation where you look at it is, like, if you are the Wizards, you could look to be like, okay, well, we are at a point where we are a bad team, but we have big contracts, we have big names, we can trade them, get capital, and, you know, fold now, move on from Kuzma, move on from Poole. But it's not like when the Celtics had Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce and Mm -hmm. traded them and ended up getting the... Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and Jason Tatum picks. Like, they're not in a situation where they're going to get capital like that. They're not going to move um, Jordan Poole and Kuzma to a team that's eventually going to be awful. Like, no one's buying into that anymore. I think Danny Ainge kind of screwed the league in the sense that he was like, I'm going to do this and look how well it worked. And everyone's yeah. like, Fuck you. I don't want your veterans anymore. I don't want to be the Nets. So, yeah, exactly. That's so cool. Was- Washington's kind of, I feel like, in this situation, in the worst boat, uh, just because they have 
money allocated. They have veterans and it's not working and there's no real good bandaid or solution. Um, I do agree that, you know, the Spurs fold this season. They have the opportunity to build around Soshan and Wemby and everyone else that doesn't fit that mold. You're out. And anyone that can fit that mold is coming in. Um, they might be in the best situation, but at the same time, like having a spoil of riches like the Pistons do, unfortunately it's ceilingless. You don't know what you're going to give up if you move on from anyone, because honestly, I feel like half of these players on the Pistons on another team, on a successful team coming off the bench rather than starting, like they elevate to their next level and they can't because they're stuck on the Pistons. But uh, I mean, it, it is. It's just what it is. What it is. They are stuck there <laughs> until they well, are. Well, it either... also depends on like if they feel like they're stuck there, right? Like if they, Fair. if the players themselves don't see, because we talk about it obviously as Celtics fans all the time. Like, oh, it was like, is Jalen happy today? Like, is he feeling good about the Celtics? <laughs> we don't anymore because of the contract, obviously. But before that, every day it was like. Jalen might leave. We don't know. He hates us, actually. It turns out he never liked the Celtics. He never wanted to be here. Jalen posted an Instagram story of a sidewalk. That means he's walking. That means he's walking <laughs> away. He's like, he's what the fuck? <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I can only imagine as a distance or Spurs fan that kind of stress of being mm. like oh great okay so we have one good piece and like we're just not doing enough and not like it's not going to be enough and they'll end up not wanting to play here and instead of because the way i think about it they must go to just a not very well performing team and think i'm going to be that guy i'm mm. going to be that guy that changes the way people hear the team's name like it's going to sound like the Bulls or like the Lakers or like the, you know what right. I'm saying? Where it sounds a little bit different than how the team played before they were there. But if they feel as if they can't reach their full potential on the team, they'll do what they have to do to leave. And they just won't play as good as well. Um, but as good basketball, if they don't want to be there anyway or are not trying to make it work anymore. So there's so many factors and we're just really just good we're at just, basketball. So we're I just don't blessed. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Too blessed to be stressed. <laughs> That's what Celtics like. Trying to like. empathize. I mean, Trying yeah. to empathize. <laughs> I'm an empath, you can see. I know, I feel that. I, feel uh, that. I I I'm normally an empath, but when it comes to just sucking at basketball, I'm like, well, someone's got to be bad. Bye. <laughs> like, your, us, your losses turn into our wins. It's a symbiotic situation. For us to have this many wins, you must have this many losses. Yeah, Sorry. Hey, yeah, it's just math. <laughs> I don't know. The NBA math has to be mathing. <laughs> um. So uh, the IST, our lovely in-season tournament, ended last week. Uh, LeBron and the Lakers got another Mickey Mouse ring. Uh, everyone, yay for them. Um, LeBron was the IST 
tournament championship MVP, whatever that means. Let's just add more words in front of something. Sure. Um, and then they had an all NBA IST team, uh, which was like LeBron, AD, Giannis. What does that even mean? <laughs> yeah, what are, we're just making stuff up We're now. just putting words together, yep. right? Yeah. Like, Yep, we're just he's the pee pee poo poo champion. Like, what are we doing? Um, but we have to talk about it because this is an NBA podcast. What does this mean for LeBron James's legacy? That's funny as fuck. Watching AD have to watch LeBron get another MVP though was. I mean, AD was the whole reason they won that championship game. (laughs) You can't not give it to LeBron, you know? It had to be. It had to be. And he even even complimented him in his speech. He was like, yeah, and thank God AD's here. And I was like, yeah, like, thank God. Seriously. So, so we do, so we don't think that this 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 ups the goat conversation. <laughs> you know, I think it. If he hadn't won it, I would have been like, "This doesn't impact his legacy at all." And then when he did win it, I was like, "This doesn't impact his legacy at all." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like other than I'm just gonna have to keep fighting LeBron fans on the internet, which I'll yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do we think about the fact that the Lakers are actually hanging a banner, and not only a banner with the year on it, but a banner that has slots for more years of IST championships to be added onto it. So That's it's so just Lakers. One so one little them. one little section right now will be 2023 IST champion, and they have like. 20 blocks open for more years to Adam be Silver added. Adam Silver told them to do that. Adam Silver yeah. literally called them and said that they had to do that. They're like, fuck, That's the hang up this stupid banner. I didn't know, first of all, didn't know that, thought the banner thing was a joke. Really oh, no, lived it's real. in that world. That <laughs> I liked it a lot more. There, I feel like there has to be at least two before we make a banner, before we pay right? somebody yeah. to make a banner, right? Like before we're outsourcing work. Like there's gotta be a that's crazy. That has yeah, the I energy mean... of um the when the heat put that like strongest, most powerful bet <laughs> in the NBA. Like the paint on yeah. the court. Like, okay, all right, yeah. Um, they did specify that it will different like be specifically differential to the championship banners as to not get confused and as to look different and (laughs) yeah (laughs) i do not i i don't know i mean that's the thing if the celtics were to win or were to have won the ist i would have been up in arms if they said we were putting a banner up like I would have been fully against it as a fan. I don't care if we won it. It it's oh dumb. It is it is not something that we need to be like I, and I'm not against the IST itself. I just don't think that s- celebrating it or like putting a banner up especially in the inaugural year like That's you got the trophies, you got me. the yeah, you got the trophies, you got the the awards, the ribbons, whatever. Like why are we hanging a banner? 
Adam Silver is working so hard to make this real. He's trying. He is. That's the thing. Committing. He he's if he pretends long enough and he makes everybody else pretend long enough, it's yeah. gonna become a thing. Yeah. I can't I mean, imagine the banner thing is tripping me out because I'm just. <laughs> it, it barely happened, and also yeah. it didn't. It's not even a thing. It isn't. It's just a. Re- you just add more season. money to a bunch of people that already have a fuck ton of money. So, yep. I mean, like, again, yeah, who wouldn't want to win if the other option is losing? But, like, it was it was just games that you decided were something different. Yeah. I, I'm not every even game, different because... So it just every game in the tournament was a regular season game except for the championship. At the end of the day, it was all regular season games in December. Which is even more than <laughs> it back to the game ball when yep. we think about the fact that he had scored points already with, but it was in the IST, which is different than the regular season, except of course it's not because it's in the middle of the season. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to make. Connect the dots for me, Adam Silver, please. <laughs> Full well knowing it doesn't add up. I've already made my mind up just just spinning my wheels about it. Yep. No, I mean, I, the only thing that I can say, and I think Grace is right, like it was Adam Silver calling up the Lakers being like, hang a motherfucking banner. We're establishing that this is a thing. It has to be a thing going forward. So if you do it, everyone else will do it. You are like the, the tone setter. But I don't care. Even who's, if we win it next year or like two years from now, we who's, should not hang a banner. <laughs> who's that character? Is it Tinkerbell that she needs everybody to believe in her in order to be real? Yes. <laughs> yes. There you go. Everybody That's believe it. in Tink. <laughs> and then it's real. Oh, wait. Well, like, I, yeah, I can't shit on that, though, because I feel that way as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly so valid. Kind of like, yeah. But yes, please, the, that, that's kind of true, but. Yeah, yeah, I will. I, I will cease to exist if everybody doesn't like me. If everyone stops believing in me, <laughs> so true. Uh, but yeah, it's willing yeah. it into existence. That's exactly what it is. And if you can, if you throw money at it, then people will take it seriously. True. I mean, the there's only two positives that I can really pull out from the IST, aside from all the bells and whistles, participation awards, and everything that came with it. Um, Viewership was up. Uh, the ISC championship alone had 4.5 million user or users viewers for that for that game, um, and all the IST games did have uh, a raise in numbers versus last year's December games because quote unquote they had something at stake, um, and they did and the players did play harder. Like I will say, yeah. the players bought in. It did have a little bit more of a playoff feel in those games. Like we got to see one hell of a game between the Celtics and the Pacers that like literally look like a see you in uh, May or June kind of aspect. It was um, so good. It was and it was good. good. And like, it was one of those losses that like, I was like, I want to play them again tomorrow. Like I want this Ooh. to be a seven game series. I, this Ooh. is, this is electric. And like we lost and I was still like, yeah, that was good. Fucking. Was still a great, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so I will, I will applaud Adam Silver for that aura and that, uh, aspect of it, you know, working people put asses in seats, people watched it on TV and the players bought in and wanted to play better. Um, fix the goddamn courts. I don't need Jalen tearing his groin. I don't need 
JT rolling his ankle. I don't need De'Aaron Fox sliding five feet. That, like, so like, let's not do the court thing again. Just keep the regular courts. That's fine. <laughs> I don't know what, like, I'm surprised they didn't end up addressing it at all. People just kept slipping. They just like. Adam, Adam Silver ignored everything. He's like, this is working, period. What else the is end. new? What <laughs> else is this new? Is, this is working, period, the end. <laughs> exactly. And like, everyone uh, shut up. <laughs> it's just that's that it was like was... a bowling alley floor, the slipping and sliding. <laughs> just, and they're so, they were painful to look at. Like, mm-hmm. the by the end of it, the red and the, oh my gosh. I was like, I have to look halfway below the television so I don't. So I don't burning retinas. <laughs> I was looking at, I was watching the Heat game the other night. I don't remember who they were playing. I could not get over how fucking ugly the Heat culture court is. I just had to say something. I know we joked about it and how bad it was, but holy shit, it's the ugliest fucking thing I've ever seen. With like the terrible red colored words in the paint. Oh my god, it's well, like I'm fucking. That's just their so heat culture. Like. That's just yeah. their heat culture. Just I mean, beautiful and annoying and distracting and. It was yeah. It was like it, no one enjoys it. Yeah, exactly. The ransom letter uniforms with the serial killer blood-stained words in the paint. Like, <laughs> like, come on. What are we saying here, Miami? Are you guys loco? <laughs> I mean, it was kind of like, oh, okay, I guess you guys are doing something. But then now the word's on the court and you've lost me. you fully lost me. <laughs> I, yeah. I wouldn't want to play on it. I mean, obviously, it doesn't. They're far above having to worry about what the court looks like to affect their game. But I'm sure at least even in their head, it's a little bit like, where am I supposed to stand? Because there's words on the lines and stuff. It just feels confusing. I'm going to line up against Triumph, and you line up against hardest, grittiest team. And then you will... That's what I'm... Exactly. Thank you for piecing it together. (laughs) That's awesome. No, it gives a, it kind of gives like a boys and girls club kind of vibe, like inspirational quotes on the wall. (laughs) That's so real. Come on, Miami. What are we, your players, they they should be bought in. They don't need inspirational quotation in the paint. I promise. And it's just like, I I don't understand the bit really. I don't. I don't get, I just don't get the heat. Hashtag heat culture. Uh, That means nothing to me. That means nothing to me. (laughs) Nobody knows what that is. Culture's bigger than heat on the jerseys. (laughs) The Miami culture. (laughs) New team name. Oh, God. Yeah, the Miami culture. Um, Jimmy. (laughs) Jimmy Buck. (laughs) Me yeah, once a day, at least for no reason, just saying to you about <laughs> <Jeremy>. my breath. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, I guess we could transition now because we're talking about the Heat. We're talking about Jimmy Butler. We can talk about, unfortunately, the team that lost to them last year, but the team that is cooking right now uh, are Boston Celtics on a current three game, uh, I think more than that now, but. As of last episode, three-game win streak. Cleveland, Cleveland, Orlando. Win, win, win. Um, Good games uh, all week. Uh, Last night, we were 
the hospital Celtics. Uh, is there any specific notes from any of those games or the three games as a whole, or the fact that we actually beat Orlando? <laughs> like, <laughs> there's Pummeled definitely up. stuff. Pummeled hmm? up. Pummeled. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, uh, the, since Orlando's freshest in our minds, we can talk about it and then talk about the Cleveland games. But for us to be down Cornette, down Al, down Kristaps, um, JB did play. But like the injury the report, end, yeah. the, the 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 injury report was abysmal. Oh, um, and then and who I'm... else was um, was banned? Oh, somebody was sick. Somebody did Banton get sick, out, right? Who was it? Yes, Banton Delano. Yeah. Uh, ah, yep. yes. There we go. Yeah. Yep. 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 I so we got Ocean. Uh, he's all right. Like he's a bench guy. He's hanging out. I don't yeah, like well, him. I don't hate thing. him. Like, <laughs> he, he totally is hanging out. But then when the bench ends up having to play, they play for sure. Yeah, they do play. I mean, uh, in yesterday's game alone, uh, it started off looking like every other Orlando game. They were hot. They were beating us up for like most of the first quarter. And then at, like at the very end, like three minutes left in the first, uh, the boys started to come alive. Uh, and then in the second, it was this thunder and lightning, and it continued for the rest of the game, but this thunder and lightning of either Jalen was going to slam it home and thunder dunk it on your head, or oh. JT was going to pull some loopsy doodle finger roll that you don't think the ball has any chance of going in, and he's just so finesse, and everything was an and one, and then everyone around them started buying in. Peyton Pritchard was hitting open threes. Sam Hauser was hitting open threes. Like Everything was clicking for the Celtics yesterday in a game where we didn't have your traditional big man. Like Lamar Stevens was a starting big man. Uh, Namias Keita came in as the backup big man. Like that's all we were really running. And Tatum, I think ended up with the most rebounds in the end of the game, but everyone was just sharing their job. Everyone was, you know, picking up the slack. And when the team's rolling like that and like to see the team in an adverse state with so many injuries this is a game last year that we would have lost. Like this is a game last year that we like the guys would have like got kicked themselves in the ass uh, and been down on themselves and been like, okay, we're going to lose. This is a scripted loss. There's no chance. See, They're buying the in this year. Like, I think it's, I think it's the other way around where I think we would have at least the, that game separately, we would have possibly won because we went into it assuming we weren't going to do well and fair but then because of that we would go on to play down mm-hmm. and like you know what i mean get overconfident just <laughs> from that one because oh my god yeah. our bench is so good like even when the starters aren't there look at us and then go into something else overconfident and then just completely play down and lose in a horrible fashion And it's embarrassing for everybody. And you can kind of feel that they are embarrassed while they're playing, which is no fun to watch. And um, I'm sure no fun to participate in. (laughs) And you just want them to get it back so bad. And they Mm -hmm. do that this year. I mean, they get it back. They totally don't get in their head in the same severe way. That just, they can't. I used to make jokes about Jason last season that, if he misses one, like, God, let him just not miss one shot. Because if he misses one shot, we're 
nothing's going to happen for like five minutes for us because everyone's yeah. going to be off. Yeah. And no. It's the one aspect of Jason's game that I think he has leaned more into now. And I think the team has kind of bought in around him where uh, he will shoot the ball. And I mean, like, this is the the Kobe aspect of his game. He will shoot the ball however many times he feels he needs to shoot the ball. Um, but it is more that the team is not going to wager on it going in or not going in. They are still going to play basketball. They are going to be like, Jason's going to hit it or Jason's not going to hit it. But I still got to buy in and, you know, do everything else to make sure that whether I mean, like Jason's points. Almost end up being, yeah, it almost feels like icing on the cake for Jason's yeah. points. Like, it's just like. You know, Jason went off for 30, but we won by 40. So, like, we didn't need him, but we love having him. Again, and, like... Which is, the, <laughs> I mean, like, the type of luxury of a problem to have yeah. when you can read that. The fact that Jalen ended up playing last night and I wasn't even like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Because I was just like, oh, that's good. Good. You know, I'm happy because he's going to be there and that'll definitely, well, I mean, I'll have to listen to people say that he's bad at basketball for like two hours for no reason right but other than that it's just a bonus that he's going to be there which yeah sort of feels like that now when anybody's out like yep. even when jason is out even even if there's two that we really do rely on um or used to rely on but now they can figure it out on their own and they don't get freaked out which and i think that must have a lot to do with drew as much as I wish Marcus could have been that guy right? Um, forever. You know, I Not wish forever. he could have been the guy <laughs> that kept, he just has such a presence. Um, Drew has yeah. such a presence on the floor that calms everybody down. I mean, he just seems yeah. like he, and even when things are bad and even if he has a shitty game, which he's had a few shitty games, Yep. Yeah, he doesn't care. He's not phased. He's played enough basketball to know that he's yep. good at basketball. So it's like, I hate it because we needed it. You know, yeah. we totally needed that, and it wasn't happening. And there was yeah. enough. Yeah. We'd, given, we'd given everybody enough time, and it wasn't happening. I don't know. I think Wait. it was. I think Ryan, you posted it or quote tweeted it. Um. Something like through the first 24, 25 games, Derek White and Drew Holiday have combined for like 85 or something blocks and steals. That's crazy, first of all. Stock exchange. Like, do that do that math. <laughs> That's like an insane amount for two uh, players. Um him and Derek, I just and they're both so quiet that you they don't are yep. so quiet. You don't they just that, let people, their game talk and they don't people complain. don't appreciate them enough, but we do, and I'm glad oh, we yeah. do because you know, that's those are the pieces that you need. Yes. Uh, that's the difference between a good team and a great team is having players that can do that gritty work and do it seemingly effortlessly game mm -hmm. in and game out. And if one, you know, falls off a little, the other one picks up the slack. And I think that, uh, first of all, you know, there's a thing about why the f who the fuck made the schedule that it went Cavs, Cavs, Magic, Magic? It's awful. What no the fuck is that shit? <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard now that I'm thinking it's, about it. Like, it makes no sense at all. And I just know we're going to lose to the Magic in this second game. I just yeah. know that we are. Probably. That's it, just what happens. Chance. <laughs> uh, but I think that, like, I, I think 
I was nervous, honestly. I mean, just in general, I get nervous playing the Magic, obviously, because it's kind of our thing. Um, but, you know, it did show, it gave me a lot of hope and confidence that even without Porzingis, without Al, you know what I want to ask you guys, and you guys tell me this, what you think. Somebody on Twitter was on about this in the replies when we found out that Porzingis was going to be out yesterday. Um, that if you knew this was going to be a rest day for Al, why did yeah, you play Porzingis in the game before, knowing he's got calf problems or whatever the fuck he does? My only response, because we won all three of the last three games, That's fair. is in Joe Missoula, we fucking trust. True. <laughs> I mean, Kuchay, definitely. <laughs> like, let the man cook. Um, but I... I Conceptually, I do agree with that. If you knew yeah. that Al was going to sit in a back-to-back, um, you probably should have sat um, KP in the first game and let yeah. him play, especially because the Magic are big man heavy. You know, they have a lot sure. of tall guys, a lot of rebounders, you know, a lot of finishing around the rim. So you would two Wagner's go blue. You would, two Wagner's. Um, you would hope that you know you save one of your big men uh, health-wise or scratch-wise, yeah. but. There's also no idea that if uh, KP plays the Cavs game, uh, it's going to end up being tight uh, the next yeah. game. There's it's going to no happen guarantee. anyway, probably. There's no yeah, guarantee that if you in. sit him for the Cavs game, that it's going to be better for the Orlando game. So I think Joe was just like, roll yeah. with what we got and then make yeah. do with whatever we have on the next game. And it yeah. ended up working. It worked. So yeah, I can't complain. Joe Mazzulla is an evil genius. <laughs> he really is. He really is. He's a really good coach, clearly. He's a fucking, yeah. a fucking psychopath. I love him. I love everything about Joe Mazzulla. Me too. He's so off his rocker, but he's so fitting for – I don't know. I know it's our team, so it's easy for me to be like – but I, I don't think I've always felt this way about how well everyone meshes right now. I don't think I've always felt this way. I think I've always no. felt like, mm, yeah, maybe if we could pull it off, it'll be fine. But when they play, they just seem like they all should be playing together and Joe should be there. And they seem like they trust him. And I just love him for always. He doesn't ever put them on blast in any no. way. He doesn't ever play into anybody else's negativity and especially for Jalen I think that's been so important to prove and what do I know I'm not I don't know either of these men obviously but <laughs> it, it it seems oh, like just next to me yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> um, it seems like Jalen over time has started to trust Joe because Joe never said a sideways word during the whole yeah oh you're leaving oh you're staying oh we don't know oh you're not wanted here oh you're not worth the money oh you're but, an email guy like yeah a lot. Like, and and he totally just said I mean I remember specifically one presser where he was just like I after Jalen had just a trash game he was like they were like what did you tell Jalen um after after the game and he said I told him that I I love him and that I trust him and that he's great at basketball and it was like yep. yeah that yep. yeah because it's all true 
I mean, I and it doesn't Joe change Missoula. anything. <laughs> I know, and I, he just said it, and then just the dead stare of like, yep. that's the answer to the question. Are you ready to there, move on? Like, there are no, there are no more words coming out of my mouth. <laughs> no more <Thank> words, <laughs> exactly. But no, I'm think... really grateful that he is who we ended up, who we ended up with. I think it speaks a lot to uh, the coaching of Joe Mazzulla, but also the unselfish or the selflessness and the humbleness of each of our players, each of us starters, because that players meeting that Jason held and was like, look, we have six starters. Someone's going to have to come off the bench. Look, yep. we're not all going for MVP. Look, we're not all going for all NBA. Look, we're not like, we are here to win a banner, win a championship. We have to make sacrifices. And I think having that conversation, and this is one of those times where I call losing Marcus a blessing, and I miss him every day. But for Jason to have to step up and take that leadership role as the most talented player on the team, as the, no matter how young he is, he is the leader of this team. So he had to take that and step up. And he is capable of it. I think he just... Had to be pushed out of the nest. Yeah. You know, Marcus was the one who raised JB and JT, and it was time for them to, you know, do it on their own. And it sucks because we lose Marcus in that, but also we elevate two of our best players by doing that and making them step up and making them realize it's me and you, and we yeah. have to make this work and we have to make everyone buy into it. And they and have. I didn't, I didn't give jason and i don't think it not because he's jason but because he is so young i yeah. didn't even kind of give him the initial credit of being able to be that guy i mean he's totally that guy like i was dead wrong i was so wrong i because he's yeah. always been quiet he was always mm -hmm. very quiet and if he got if he showed anything he wasn't really talking the way he talks on the court now is crazy in comparison yeah. because Marcus always talked and right. was the one that was always, and Jason had a respect for that. It seemed like, and didn't mm -hmm. want to suddenly be the guy that's coming in saying clearly I'm better and need to be in charge and need to tell everybody what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I know I hate it. It breaks my heart. I don't want to say it, but it's true it needed in that aspect needed to happen because Jason totally stepped up yeah. and, and they all trust him and know he's, I mean, I could totally lifetime movie it with the whole love and trust. <laughs> that, I won't do that to us. <laughs> I but, mean, it, it's not an impossibility. I, I still believe um, that within either the two more years of his contract it can't happen this year unless like he gets traded like three times so it's not likely that marcus Mar is going to be traded three times yeah. um but you know next year after we win the ring and we go hey we did it without you now we're bringing you back i could see it i could totally yeah. see it i know that like especially the, especially if we do win especially right. definitely like, i i you know i know that all the news came out and brad quote unquote blindsided uh Marcus but I also blame that on the social media instant news world that yeah. we live in I think that Brad literally hung up the phone and then it was broken and he yeah. didn't get a chance to call Mark because like I don't yeah. I love Brad I trust Brad I he's made all the right moves for as many years as he's been here as the GM 
And that's the thing. I, exactly. It was the first time he didn't I didn't want to like, give up Marcus. It was originally Malcolm. It was always Malcolm. And it had to be Marcus to get KP. And he was like, ah, twist my arm. I got to do it. And yep. it's panned out and it's played out well. And we ended up, you know, securing what we lost by getting Drew because Drew is kind of all of the love and trust that was baked into Marcus with quote unquote, a little more talent. Um, yeah. But, you know, I don't think that there's truly any ill will. And I know all these guys love Marcus and would, they are secretly asking behind closed doors, bring him back. Yeah. <laughs> the difference between that is interesting. Cause you see how Drew interacts with, and the Bucks fans were the first to say that like, he's just Marcus, but better. Yeah. And now when he, it's an interesting dynamic because you can tell the Celtics still love Marcus and it's not awkward or weird. And that's why it's easy to still love him is because mm -hmm. we, you know, like everybody's very open and I've never really seen anything like it where that's all most of the Mar any Marcus post from the Grizzlies is just self-exchange being like, we love you. We miss <laughs> you. Come back. <laughs> oh my God. Um, and yeah, I think the, it was the right call. Definitely. And it has it, even though it, must have been really difficult to make yeah. that decision. I would have to imagine it must have been really difficult, but I I swallow I have to fall on my sword with it and say that he definitely did the right thing. Yeah, and I mean that's what we can appreciate about Brad at least. It's like he will make those hard decisions. He always has the plan and the blueprint and the best for the team in mind, even if it's going to hurt him or hurt relations with the player or whatever it may be. He's like, look, I'll take all the lumps. I'll be the guy that makes the call. I'll be the one that, you know, gets ripped or is, is you know, I didn't call Marcus, whatever. And He'll it's his job. That. That's his job. It's his job and he does it well. Yep. yep. Exactly. It's it. That's what he's there to do. So, and he's there to be the guy that people get mad at, unfortunately when things like that happen. Um, That's what he signed up for, baby. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, too, because, like, I always liked Brad. And this is going off on a little bit of a tangent. I always liked Brad, even when he was a coach. Yeah. But, my God, I was like, please get off the court. You do not belong <laughs> here. You cannot coach this team. You, It just does not work. But I see your brain. I see the way it works. And if Danny Ainge ever leaves... I want you to be our GM. And then like mm -hmm. two years after that existing yep. for a, a while, it was like, Danny's like, I'm retiring. I'm like, Oh my God, please. <laughs> the stars aligned. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't want you to coach, but I want you to stay in the organization. Please make this happen. Somehow. And then it did. <laughs> Too good to be true, literally. And then has played out. <laughs> yeah. We're blessed. Yeah, We're just played out. <laughs> We are blessed. Too blessed to be stressed. <laughs> um, let's see. All right. Uh, we do have a couple listener questions, just the two. Um, but I want to jump into those. The first one being from Eucalyptus Richard himself at Philly Cheese Ache. And I the always raccoon. stop there with the eight, the raccoon. Um, Philly asks. 
In honor of our special guest, can you guys compare Celtic players to sweet, tasty treats? Thanks. Bye. Um, to which Larry asked for, you know, a little clarification. And then Philly got back with a little bit of a snip. Larry, you're obviously new here. I'll give you a pass. Sweet treats like our special guest makes uh, is a chocolate chip cookie. Who is a chocolate chip cookie? Who is a cinnamon roll? Who is the almighty cheesecake? Stuff like that. So we're going with generic just desserts. Uh, no mm. brands, no nothing. But uh, we'll do the starting six, as we call them. So Drew, Dwight. D White, not Dwight. Jeez. Well, I, always do that. That's what I do that with Drew. I call him J Rue, and then I say it out loud. <laughs> like, no, I swear. I I no, actually no have more. always called him J Rue Holiday. I was like, I That's know it's Drew, but it's J Rue. Like, I, I definitely say it differently with the the like that. I would say, yeah, Drew. I met somebody Instead named Drew. Drew Dr. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Have you? He said it's funny in, in like an interview and he was talking about like, yeah, he had like older siblings who all like who were Jays as well. And then they had like another kid and they named them like Aaron. Yeah, Aaron. And like that's <laughs> funny as fuck. People do that. That's it's, so, it's so it's funny. Like to Justin, be an Aaron in a family Drew, of Jays. Amazing. Yeah. Someone else and then Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> and his daughter's name is also Drew spelled his way. Right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. That's so cute. I love yeah. that. I yeah. love that. Uh, keep the J Rue okay, namesake please, going. Please. I was, uh, I got treats. like distracted by Drew. Like, <laughs> well, let's start with J Rue. Let's start with Drew Holiday. If he was gonna be a tasty treat, a tasty like a uh, comparison to a treat, what would we mm. say he is? Mm. A I'm reliable treat. Envisioning. <laughs> what do I see? I would say oatmeal cookie. He's like okay. reliable. Yeah, that's true. Consistent. You know exactly what you're expecting. It's not. There's no plot twists. Sometimes it's not great. Sometimes but it's still not a great. cookie, but still yeah, cookie, and, and we love it. Exactly. Exactly. And okay, you can count on it. You can count on it to be exactly what it says it's going to be. Yep. And I think yep. that for Drew, Jay Rue. Yep. All right, so going forward, we're going to workshop this because that was beautiful. That was poetic. <laughs> we're going to collectively, yeah. Yes. <laughs> we can start talking about the baking, and then I'm a little bit more on. on yeah, she's on. I, all right, we should go to, let's go to Christoph's. Prison God. I see him as more of a, I'm leaving the cookie realm. I'm, I'm heading into the cake a strudel that yeah but that just feels too i will beat you up from here a churro because he's long that literally was my first tall that's so real Honestly, you're thinking a churro. Um, I'm going for the low hanging fruit here. <laughs> yes, you are, and you're succeeding. That's fair. I'm gonna go for because we said cake. I'm going to. Ooh, actually, let me think. What's a? Well, if we're going with cake, we're totally gonna do the three layered cake because of the three kids in a trench coat, right? Yeah. Like, oh, that's <laughs> oh, that's oh, that's right. So we're okay. So we're on the three layer cake. 
whatever it may be, because we have to spend some time with him. He's great right now. Lemon cake, three layer lemon okay. cake. Let's say that. Okay. The three kids in a trench coat really seals it. And the lemon is because I didn't expect to like lemon cake, but it turns out it's really good. And we were a little sour on him coming here because we had yes. to lose Marcus to get him. Yes, lemon exactly. Cake. Because uh, I found out it wasn't vanilla cake. or chocolate. But then when I learned it was lemon, I was like, all right, that's probably not the best, but I'll take it. And then actually it's awesome. So yeah. three layer lemon cake for cake. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I want to save the J's for last. Uh, let's Derek go White. Oh, okay. Let's go with D. White. Let's go mm. with D. White. Um, is, I only is say a, that because he's Oreos, because Oreos are Derek White's yes. favorite dessert. And yep. this I know. He and his dad you know. told me. Shout out to Mr. Mr. Richard White. White. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't unfollow me. That's awesome. <laughs> You're one of my favorite people on the internet. <laughs> Gotta love him. Oh, uh, do you like? How is Oreos your favorite of all the? I know stuff? of all. Things, <laughs> so, like, do you like? We love you. This is not any diss, but like, pick a better Oreos. Dessert. Those were the. <laughs> in comparison to um, Anna, uh, Al's sister, was like, what did she say? Um, Dolce de leche. Yeah. And so it was like Oreos and Dolce de leche. And I was like, okay, well, I have to make both of those. And the comparison is hilarious. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So does that make Al a Dolce de leche cake? Is that already baked? I was too? thinking, like, yeah, I guess that might. <laughs> I can see that though. Just vibes. Oh, what about what about flan? Because of like the smooth, beautiful skin I'm, of a flan, <laughs> the, the, rich, the rich caramel color. <laughs> I'm sorry, the skin of a flan is. <laughs> it's, All right. it's, I don't know. <laughs> you cooked it that one. Al's sexy. We can all just admit it. And like, he is. I, I, and you're so right. I am comfortable enough in my sexuality to be like Al Horford is a sexy, sexy man. <laughs> Absolutely. A sexy piece oh, of flan. Wow. <laughs> he is because of that. That's <laughs> I was gonna, it doesn't matter what I was gonna say. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that was the best it could be. <laughs> I'm glad. All right. The Jays. Jalen Brown. Hmm. The fire to the ice, or the ice to the fire. I don't. I can never keep up with who's who. <laughs> um, yeah, I know me either. Now that I'm thinking about, it, I made a whole cake dedicated to. Like, <laughs> um, Jalen Brown. Hmm. Ooh, I would say like mint chocolate chip ice cream. He's like a if you really like because if you really like mint chocolate chip ice cream, you like love right. Yep. People okay. that like mint things absolutely love mint things. But if you don't like mint, people that don't like mint are angry about it. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> yeah, they are. They're like oh my God. Why is there mint in my ice cream? <laughs> it's for toothpaste, okay? I, I hate mint ice cream. She hate. 
There it is. See, it's a and you're a Jalen Downer. It's it's a package. (laughs) It's like purple people. How purple people? Like if if someone's hair color is purple, they everything around them is purple, and they make everything. I thought you were talking about people who were purple. (laughs) Purple Purple people people eater is like the first thing that comes to mind. One eye, one horn, flying purple people eaters. Yeah, I know them. (laughs) so if he was yeah i think that's mint chocolate chip ice cream and because fire and ice oh yep there you go we'll go yeah acquired taste but for the people that love love it it, you love it they love it and they will defend it okay and then finally last but certainly not least jt jason tatum big deuce taco j oh no that's a, that's a cop out. Another low hanging fruit. I was gonna say a Chaco Taco because you stopped. Chaco Taco, but... yeah, that's too. That's too <laughs> but they're too discontinued, so like, wait, that what? Ain't, that ain't it. Oh yeah, dude, they stopped making Chaco Tacos. That's they, they are they are not a thing. No, now, it's now, not like... fair. You know, I, I gotta say, <laughs> being vegan and then for so many years at that point of having to watch non vegan food items that I promised myself one day maybe I'll eat again go just away you're telling me there's no more i couldn't eat them already okay but now it's just the fantasy is gone of me ever having a choco taco again so real (laughs) what am i supposed to do that was my go-to ice cream truck order i would run up with my dollar 50 cents because i'm from the old times and i would be like yo mr dingling get me a choco taco no i would be always every time I'd be so stressed out in a ice cream truck line. I remember because of the opportunity of choice. I was nervous about having kids. Like so true. I feel that on an emotional level. Too many options. I don't know. The nervous kid who always gets the SpongeBob lollipop, but the eyes are always fucked up. I was just about to say. I was like one gumball halfway down his face, like absolutely melted. You're like, oh, I want to see SpongeBob. Oh, this is nightmare fuel. Fuck. (laughs) This is just what I wanted. There you go. Mmm, a frozen gumball. Yummy. (laughs) Um, but Jay. Hmm. JT. I'm like just thinking of like my favorite desserts because he's my favorite. If we're going with favorite desserts, then I'm going to say cannoli. And I know that's going to set Grace off. I hate cannolis. (laughs) Cheese is not a dessert food. It is when it's marscapant cheese. It is when it's sweet and delectable. It is when it's in a cheesecake. No, this is where it all stemmed from. I disagree with that fundamentally too. I disagree with the cheesecake thing. I don't like cheesecake wrong (laughs) it is one of those it it can be so iffy it can be so iffy because it's such a strong presence yeah cheese is strong there's like when it's in something you know it is decadent Mm -hmm. decadent yeah i just god forbid a dessert is decadent and rich rich. (laughs) really rich yeah exactly Yeah, um, yeah, that's about right, right, huh? But my favorite, what is my favorite dessert? Honestly, I don't even know. I, oh, I love ice I cream think... in general. Big ice cream girly. 
Yeah, me too. This is just basic ice cream always wins. Yeah, I mean, ice cream, um, ice cream slaps, but ice cream always are better. I would think it's just so wrong. How do you make a vegan cannoli if you can't use cheese? Um, I make vegan ricotta, which mm. pretty much, yep. So when you take the concept of ricotta itself or cheese in general is pretty much curdled milk, right? So right. when you can make milk that isn't dairy milk curdle the same way that regular milk curdles with something huh. acidic. Yeah, so I add, you can do it with lemon oh, yeah, juice. You made I use apple cider vinegar with soy milk. And so I put about like a quart of soy milk and then two or three tablespoons of apple cider vinegar in there. And it'll curdle, you can watch it. It's the craziest thing. Weird. It, it all lifts up and then it, the ricotta sits on the top of it. Now, mind you, the thing about it is Cheese is already kind of like, I, I like it, but it's nasty, you, if you know what I mean. Like, the concept yeah. of it is kind of gross. The sh yeah, you know. Cheese exactly. is beautiful. Cheese is yeah, beautiful. Cheese. <laughs> so then you go and you can have, like, a cheesecloth or a strainer, and you strain it, <coughs> and all the liquid, excess liquid, will pour out, and then it just looks just like ricotta, and you fold in the sugar, and huh. then put it in the piping bag, and then boom, bada-bing, bada-boom. Done. I'm never so, going to do that because I'll just buy ricotta, but it's good yeah, to know. Yeah, and I understand <laughs> that, but I do appreciate you letting me say all of that because, you know. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> I, I forgot. I think you shared a video. I know we've sidetracked from Jason. We'll get back to him. But I know you shared a video um, from, uh, I think it's your mom's YouTube or the yeah. Basil Food Co. Um, but you made buttermilk with non-dairy yeah. milk and i was like whoa i was like that's, that's cool what, that's, that's what great. i do with everything like anytime i'm making pancakes or anything that normally rises just a little bit same with because it makes the it makes bubbles and then it'll rise and then you can just pour it directly but it's it's really really cool the options are endless it's kind of like a lot of people don't think of it like that they don't think mm. that it, it's more of like half food vegan food is kind of like either health food, which it's not. I wouldn't recommend, don't come to the bakery if you want to be healthy. Because yeah. like, yeah. like a lot of non-healthy things. Don't Sweet say that. Food. Every time every time I had one of those cookies, I was like, yo, it's the healthy option. It's vegan. It's, yo. <laughs> it is out of all of the options. Um, it's healthy. It's a good cookie. <laughs> it, and that's how I justify eating like a million cookies that and i don't i only have time to make cookies so i only eat cookies <laughs> real it's a great life um i'm thinking about jason and it's gotta be, it's gotta be an all-star dessert it has to be an all-star dessert this i is would true. say an mvp caliber dessert <laughs> i would say puff pastry like puff pastry mm. being croissants and it you know oh, yeah the single because it's super complex it's super delicate mm -hmm. it takes a crazy amount of time and effort to get it to be as like polished and pretty as it is crafty because by the gods when you think of it it's like you take dough and then you put um, um a block of butter in the middle of it and you slowly over hours fold the dough on top of the butter 
and that creates the it's called laminating it creates those really tiny layers and i think that's jason for real real he's so talented but he was talented already but then he's improved so much it's kind of crazy to watch how much he's grown so i would say puff pastry though final answer croissants i think that's great I would I would only add that he's a chocolate croissant because he has mm-hmm. a sweet finish. Because mm-hmm. he has a sweet finish. Yes. That's brilliant. Ah. <laughs> brilliant. Marty, great addition. You killed it, raccoon. Let's go, Philly. Thank you for the question. Uh, we do have Shout one out to Philly. more. Shout out to Shout Philly. Out to Philly. Um, I call you in my head, but... Ba, ba, ba. Uh, next question is from... At... Brett Howard underscore primetime Brett. Okay, so, and he literally led off with that, so I'm just reading. Okay, so, you know how the NHL does winter classics and stadium series, outdoor games. If the NBA was to do something like this, pick a location, where would y'all want to see an outdoor basketball game? Example, I think it'd be sick to see the Celtics play at Fenway. Viewing might be difficult uh, at times, but the atmosphere would be electric. Way more elements. a real place. Yeah. Yes. Where, where's your fake place that you Barbie Playland? <laughs> well, I would. Yeah, I was thinking like, you guys ever played Super Monkey Ball? Yes. No? <laughs> Super Monkey Ball? No. I was thinking one of those arenas. <laughs> Super Monkey Ball. Oh, you, you were would a, have. You were a monkey in like a giant pinball thing, and you either navigated yeah. puzzles or like, or in like so, battle balls. If you started, Grace, if you started, you wouldn't be able to stop. It is yeah. so what? fun. It's I yeah. honestly have no idea what's happening right now. It's is this amazing. an age I will, thing? I will now. Never... It might be an age thing. It might. It uh, might be yeah. an age thing. <laughs> is it, it because be I'm 23? Be, it might be before your time. Yeah. Oh my god. It was on. I think it first came out for the GameCube. Do you know what a GameCube I, okay. is? Okay. <laughs> Stop fucking asshole. Yeah. I had a GameCube first of all. Back in my day, we had floppy disks. <laughs> 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 that's for sure i didn't that that just didn't even occur to me that's how you, absolutely in denial like y'all were speaking a different fucking language to me like i was like it happens at least once an episode where i go back True. to the 90s and then grace is wow. like what uh, yeah that, <laughs> i did not I live like, a day in the you, 90s what do you mean age thing what are you talking about I'm <laughs> i don't know what you're saying because i'm a baby I'm, I'm locked in 2016. That's where I forever live. <laughs> um, now I gotta look. That's my up. fake place, by the way. Yeah, that's Super Monkey Ball Arena. So okay. to clarify, it's like a, it's like a video game. Yes. Yes, it's a video. Yes, it's yeah. also they have. I mean, not to get into Super Monkey Ball lore. No one asked for this. <laughs> I've never seen this before. <laughs> Sorry, go off. Funny. I would make this a topic. No one cares. But <laughs> to be fair, Super Monkey Ball did a reboot a few years ago. Yeah, there he is. That's I. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the homie. I. And Mimi and Baby, and then Gong Gong. Yeah, those are the five players. Yeah. yeah no, I'm that. crazy. I'm like off my rocker nuts for sure. Love Super Monkey Ball though. <laughs> But, like, they're all super, like, (laughs) liminal spaces. They're all really weird and kind of sad. That's Mimi. Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) 
And so these <laughs> little monkeys are inside of a giant ball that encases Why? them. Why? Are they and they're in the all ball? different. They're oh well because they. <laughs> What's the lore here? Oh, you never mind. I was just about. <laughs> they're in. The... Why are they, they live in a magic space land and. <laughs> How did they get there? <laughs> That's really all you need to know. They got the one of their own individual monkey clan, like peace members of the monkey tribe gets taken by um there, there's another evil monkey that has a pirate ship and is he also in a ball? No. <laughs> Don't know why. No, I'm telling you. I gotta no, do some no, no, no. Interesting question. <laughs> Next week, I'm gonna ask Grace about this. She's gonna be like, I haven't put it down. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I gotta get something where I can play it. Try it out. Well, that's, yeah, it did. It, it rebooted and came back out on. It's on Xbox now. I would know because I can't beat it. Painful. That's funny. <laughs> Damn. Okay, if we had to pick a real Loki. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Forgot that's how we got here. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> um. Wow. Great question. <coughs> that's hilarious. So I'll. I have an answer right off the rip. Um. I would love to see NBA players at like a Rucker Park or like any known street ball, uh, location. Yeah. I think that would be hype. Just like the atmosphere of a street ball game. Um. You know all the fans right up against the chain link fence, like something like yeah. that. I mean, like Security would, would be a pain in the ass. Figuring all that out would be a pain in the ass, but to have like live basketball that close, there are no bleachers. There are no, uh, you know, seats or tickets. It's just like you show up and you watch them. You're watching people yeah. go nuts on a court, like something like that. If we had a street ball series, like we've seen the success of the big three. Uh, not that I watch it, but the big three league, like we could have NBA three, mm -hmm. like just have a summer tournament. Like, you yeah. know, you don't have to send your best players. It's That's not what even Adam a... Silver should cook up next. Yeah. It's something, don't something, any something ideas. quick. <laughs> yeah, real. He's going to listen and he's going to make the, borrow. make the summer league like, an outdoor <laughs> tournament. <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah. I mean, the, the other thing is that like, there's so many more elements to contend with when you're playing basketball rather than hockey. Like, you know, the pucks on the ice, they take the shots. It doesn't really matter if there's wind and stuff, but you'd add a whole other level <sighs> of basketball again. with the elements. Uh, as someone who's only played, well, that's not true, but so as someone in their later years who only plays basketball outside, um, the wind is the only reason I, my all my shots don't go in. And, and sure. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I bet. I have, I'm uh, literally uh, Steph Curry. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep, you are. Um, <laughs> I Fenway is is a, is a cool idea. Um, trying to think of other big famous stadiums like. It, I'd love if they just took the roof off, or like or like at Gillette, that would be. Oh cool. uh, yeah. You know. It be That's the thing. I'm the only thing with like Gillette or like a football stadium, you would have to allow people to be on the field to watch. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. the size of a basketball court compared to a football field is like minuscule. Right. So, that's like, true. You'll have this that's little, true. 
court in the middle of a whole giant football field. You gotta let people sit around that or something. Michigan but Stadium, biggest stadium in the country. The Wolfpack House, yes. <laughs> the Wolverine House. There you go. <laughs> get it, get it straight, because a Wolverine is not like a wolf. A Wolverine is more like a like a Tasmanian like a badger. Devil. It's like mm-hmm. a badger. Yes. It's a cryptid, Small definitely. Ambitious. There's a difference between <laughs> like wolf men and wolverines. <laughs> it's true. Wait, you guys are like just Hugh Jackman? Like that's what? Yes. <laughs> Correct. The Michigan Hugh Jackmans? <laughs> well be. I keep doing this. Like nails are going to come out. I... It's like when you were a kid and you did the Spider-Man yeah, thing. <laughs> so true. Um... Ryan, do you have any actual outdoor or special oh, places for basketball? Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> any real places? Anywhere that's really in not feeling, this realm? I'm not feeling the people thing, and I'll move on from that. I will. <laughs> I feel like there's an age gap on, on, on it being no. a location. <laughs> I think um, I would... It's an interesting... It makes me think of... Um, when we go and play in, when any of the teams move locations and they go and play in different stadiums or on different courts. And I think this happened with, I can't remember who it was, but it was, it's in the last dance. It's mentioned in the last dance where (coughs) the Bulls come and are playing and it's so hot and they're so not used to how hot it is that like Mm -hmm. they just can't manage to even get it together enough to play a normal game of basketball. And it makes me think like, is it still, is everything temperature controlled perfectly? Or do you think that has a lot to do with it? I mean, like getting on a plane and going somewhere like Florida, it's like when you walk off the plane, you can feel the air mm-hmm. hit you. Right. I can't imagine going around and having to change locations like that and act like it wouldn't affect how you feel, how you play. But I don't think I think Super Monkey Ball is all I got. I think that and my genuine weather question. Would they all have to be in balls? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one who wouldn't be in a ball for no reason. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Marty, what are you opening, brother? So I was turning the mic off because I just got a package and i know exactly what it is what is it another pair of jason tatum ones oh <laughs> now we're talking let's wow, see them awesome. they, unboxing the cool oh my god wow nice. really nice That's you got big ass a... feet marty uh, oh i love ele- them. 11 Ah, okay, that's normal. That's my size. Normal. Yeah. Women's, though. Yeah. I got big-ass feet. I have big-ass <laughs> feet. Oh. So my, bro- my brother's like a 15. Uh, in- Damn. Yeah, my brother's like a 13, like my little brother. And he's like yeah. two inches taller than me and he's got a bigger foot. I was like, yeah. all right, like, you're my little big brother. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Andrew's. Like Andrew's approaching custom-made shoes. Like yeah. A size yeah. That's crazy. My my yeah. He doesn't. He has to buy. He can't buy shoes in stores ever. You always um, have to order them. Yep. And he's a big basketball player too. So like he's had. Fortunately, they make those wow. pretty big because people tend to be big. And yeah. uh, 
No, he's uh, my brother's just a big, big you know, not big like, person in general. Big, it's all to scale. Six, <laughs> six five, yeah. It's a big fella. He could be like a shooting guard in the NBA. He played, he played in college. He did not play shooting guard, though. I'll tell you that much. Oh. Fair enough. <laughs> She'll tell you that much and no more. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, Andrew. But those, those were the questions for the week. I mean, we're basically at the tail end of this. We can go on. We can. We got any closing remarks, any thoughts that we haven't covered, anything – Predictions for this week for the Celtics next game. Yep, we always do that, and I always forget. So let me pull up the schedule. <laughs> magic tomorrow or the next day. Magic, yeah, magic tomorrow. That's the Bruins schedule. Can extend guys. the at home win schedule. streak. Sunday, they Ver- gotta just uh, be Orlando. <laughs> the Magic, they gotta just be parked in Boston. Got a hotel, just hanging out. Oh yeah. And, uh, oh yeah. The they, they have to be. Are playing today. Speaking of. Bucks and Pistons. I hope the Pistons. I wonder who's gonna win. I hope the Pistons win, and Giannis puts up seventy-five, and then they want to keep the game ball because it's like their first win in like twenty games, (laughs) and we get another round of this bullshit. I would be so happy. Pistons have the opportunity to do the Um, but no, Orlando Sunday, Golden State at Golden State Tuesday. Dub. Uh, Kings at Kings. Kings at Kings Wednesday, and then uh, L- yeah, L.A. Clippers on Saturday. We better bury the fucking Clippers. That's all <laughs> I'll say. Geriatric old man team. All right, I'm going dub against the Magic. Win streak at home stays alive. Yep. I'm going... I'll say we get the win against the Warriors. Yeah, they don't have Draymond to pull down JB's pants. True. Yeah, exactly. I'll say an L. <laughs> I'll say an L for the Kings against the Kings. The Kings are good. Kings are good at basketball. They are good at basketball. I'm a sucker for the Kings. I like I the Kings. Yeah. Yeah, like um, I, I have no problem with. There's certain teams that like. If you're doing well, I don't I don't mind. I'm like, wow, good yeah. for you. Pacers, Timberwolves, Thunder, yep. except for Josh Giddy. True. Um, <laughs> Grizzlies. Grizzlies, obviously. Grizzlies. They're having a rough go at it, but Grizzlies. Jaw back, um, baby. Oh, that's another important thing to announce. Oh, yeah, we didn't say that. Yeah. December not well. Not that, but what? December 19th, John Morant returns to basketball. Good, um, huge. And I want nothing I more than it to be a revenge tour. Yeah. I want it to be the biggest yeah. fuck you to Adam Silver and all the balls that they have dropped with suspensions and everything and hit this kid with a 25-game suspension for posting an Instagram story with the pea shooter, like – what are we doing here? He had the worst suspension in recent history, and there's so many more things they could have done. <laughs> like, my, like my thing about it still is, why did you assume it was illegal? Like right. I understand that he, but why did you assume it was illegal? Like if it was just if Josh Giddy was holding a rifle next to his Christmas tree, we wouldn't be asking any questions. That is like, so real. Like yep. why did you assume he didn't legally carry that gun? 
because we can all just say the quiet part out loud. Like you might yeah. get well. Like it's true. It's just so. Mm. And then everyone being like, "Yeah, well, he's like, it was like the 18th straw," and I'm like, "It really wasn't. He no, really was. It wasn't. It was, was the second. Like, <laughs> it was I mean, quite literally which the is, second. Which is fair. Although I will say that they did, they did expect him to say something. We were all sitting around like, "Wow!" And Ja had to come out and apologize and be like, "I'm gonna change and grow and learn and change and grow." As right. They do. Yeah, I mean, I think that Ja got the suspension, attempted the appeal, nothing came of it, and he's like, fuck y'all, I can't wait to come back. Uh, and I know with the tenacity and the way that he plays his game, he is just going to let the ball talk. And he, if he brings this Grizzlies team back to the playoffs, I mean, like, it's right around the time where Marcus is probably getting healthy again. Uh, so we will get to see some Ja Marcus ball, which is something that I've been excited for. It's going to be a crazy good show if they, if, you know, everyone around him buys in and it's the fuck you, Adam Silver. We're going to fly back into the radar onto your screens. Is that like he throws himself around like he just puts him. He wants to get the shot so bad and he will get the shot no matter where his body lands or what he got. I remember a hundred every time. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll jump over people's heads, and it's just like wow. But it goes in; it's crazy, and he's so good that yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see him again. And that game is against uh, the Pelicans, so that's exciting because obviously all the drama surrounding Zion and whatever. But you know, mm-hmm. the Pelicans are a good team. The Grizzlies should have been a good team. Like, I think that it'll be a great matchup. I think it'll be electric. I want to see Ja poster Zion like no one else. Like, I just need, I need a new wallpaper. Come on, Ja. But yeah, I mean, that's the games that we're looking forward to on the schedule. Uh, That's how the Celtics have been. That's some league news that's, you know, a little bit of everything, a little bit of bakery talk, a little bit of super yeah. monkey ball talk. Um, very <laughs> all very important things. Really? Uh, so I will open it up to Grace and Ryan. If you guys have any closing thoughts, any uh, notes or anything to plug or mention to our listeners, almost said viewers again, um, the floor is yours. Shout out, everybody. Love you dearly. By the time you listen to this next week, yeah, I will be done with school. I'll be halfway done with law school. Hell yeah. That's so bad. Hell yeah. Um, But at that, uh, have a good one, y'all. Love you all. I'm so excited that Ryan could be here, and I can't wait. I'm going to annihilate some of those rolls when I go home for for Christmas, I'm gonna fucking eat. I'm gonna order like 25. Um, <laughs> so everybody, hit up Ryan. Ryan, hit up Ryan's bakery. Hit up Ryan's bakery. That's closer than I feel like if people say Ryan. Oh yeah, know? I didn't ever even realize it when I, because I don't think of it, and I was like, oh yeah, Ryan bakes. And then I had the horrible realization one day. I was like, oh, people yeah. never say my name right. Why yeah. do I have to put my name in this? And I was like, well, we're here. We're 
We've already we're here. Yeah. We've already got the business insurance. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. So everybody go get some sweet treats. Um, yes. Thank you guys so much. For... Think about the Celtics while you're doing it too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um... Just to shout it out, we do have our link tree in our bio on Twitter at NBA Cross Court. In the link tree, you'll find all the links to the website, all the different podcasting stuff. But we did add Ryan Bakes direct link to the bakery. Get yourself some treats, grab some goodies, like pump it up. Cause I mean, one, you're not, you are, you are getting a good product. You are helping someone else out. Um, you are helping the less fortunate and they're healthy. It's, it's yep, the healthy they're cookie. They're super healthy. <laughs> Don't actually listen to me. I'm a really bad person. They're super healthy. <laughs> For real. But with all that, thank you, Ryan, for coming on. Uh, it was thank a pleasure. You. you are our first guest. Uh, this is so, so awesome. This, is <laughs> this was a lot of very fun. Very exciting. Um, I'm going to be really annoying about this for a while. So <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. everyone in advance. Pump it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, we would love to have you on again, maybe sometime oh. during the uh, season, later in the season, maybe playoffs. We'll figure all that out. Okay. Um, but, you know, thank you, Twitter, for making this all possible. You know, we so wouldn't true. have ever found – I wouldn't have found Grace. Grace wouldn't have found me. We wouldn't have found Ryan. Exactly. Like, thank you, Twitter. <laughs> even though Elon even though Elon sucks, thank you, Twitter. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because they um, brought us all together, and so did the Celtics. Hell, yeah. As they um, always do. Final shout-out to Primetime Productions at Primetime Prods on Twitter. Our Mama Bear, our, you know, production company, we are nothing without you. Uh, you know, everyone on the network pumping out a lot of content, a lot of hockey talk. We are holding down with the NBA. There are, I always forget the other sports. There's football podcasts. Uh, there are MLB podcasts in the work. There's gambling. There's articles. If you like sports, check it out. Uh, at Primetime Prods on Twitter primetimeproductions.net on the web with all that said with all the plugging with everything i am marty the meat man she is grace roberts she is also ryan bakes yeah we are cross-court coverage the celtics are 18 and 5 or are they 19 and 5 i did this wrong last week so i want to get it right this time we are 19 and 5 hell yeah we are undefeated at home, and as always, go Celtics, go fuck yourself. Woo! Peace. <laughs>